Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello everybody, welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Tiffany, I've been hounding you for a while. Well, not hounding, perhaps. I've been looking forward to having this conversation. Folks, this is Tiffany Peterson. Say hello. Hi, everyone. And thank you, Dr. Paul, for having me. Some of you will already know Tiffany because you've got this huge reputation. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I don't know about that. Uh, I think a lot of my listeners might already be familiar with who you are. For those of you who are not, Tiffany is a coach. She's a speaker. She's a trainer. The thing that I love about you, Tiffany, is that you are connected to principle, and then you assist people to apply those principles to get completely different outcomes. You've applied that to sales. You've worked with some amazing people like um, the the Covey people, uh, Seven Habits, Robert Kiyosaki, um, Franklin Covey. Yeah, it's like a who's who in personal <laughs> development. And you've been on board with that for your whole career now. Yeah, a long time. Uh, created something maybe you didn't expect to create. Very much not what I expected to create, and it's been such a fun journey. It's perfect, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, you and I were chatting before the show about how it's not always what you expected. But somehow, whatever your experience is, is perfect for you. Mm. And then you take that and you can go build all kinds of mm-hmm. amazing things based on that. Yeah. I think for me at that, and when you say that, it just comes back to a chosen belief that I have. And I own that it's chosen Mm. is that I have a chosen belief system that life is always working in my favor. Some people would say life. Some of us would say God. Some would say universe, but Mm -hmm. I believe I choose to believe. I don't always have the emotions of that belief, which is an important distinct uh, for me to distinguish. Sure. But I've chosen to believe that life is always working in my favor. So although, like we were talking about, things don't always work out the way you thought they would or planned they would, in some ways, as you know, my life looks really different than the way I thought. Mm-hmm. And some of that's been an exquisite opportunity. And some of that is also making peace with or choosing again into that life is indeed working in my favor. But that is a chosen belief for all of us. That's interesting. Yeah. So you're taking, you're choosing that position. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We've got a, a colleague, um, Mike Schlappi. Yes. Um, some of you listeners will remember Mike from the show. He wrote a book called Shot Happens. Mm. Um, as you yes. know, Tiffany, Mike is paralyzed um, from a gunshot wound that he received from one of his best friends as a 14-year-old boy. Anyway, fascinating story. And he talks about attitude as being position. You know, like in aviation, Mm -hmm. the attitude indicator in an airplane tells you the position of the airplane relative to the horizon. So attitude is not necessarily how you feel. Right. It's your position. Right. That you take. And you're saying that's a choice. Yes. And so similar, what I love so much in your work and in your book is the content too, is that same conversation is that you get to choose how you 
are interpreting and then telling the story about what the events mean that we're assigning the meaning is that sometimes my emotions, I'm still human. So even though I coach and speak a lot and help people with their own conscious construction, what I call their life architecting of their goals, their dreams, their sales, their life, their business, their relationships is that life sometimes is, can be challenging even for, of course, for me as well as anyone else where there's sometimes my emotions, I still feel feelings like sadness, like disappointment, like those challenges, of course. Yet I still know in the heart of my hearts, right? That core of my being that I still am the creator of the quality of my life. I still Mm. do get to choose. And so I choose a belief. So so I'm really clear, like what my beliefs are, Mm. even if my emotions aren't always in alignment, right? And then that belief is like your North star, your lighthouse, right? That's the Mm -hmm. name of my company. The lighthouse principles is that same symbolic nature is that the lighthouse, the North star, the core principles that you still govern your life by, even if your emotions Mm -hmm. aren't there. And it's okay. I think one thing that was helpful for me and you, probably this comes up for you a lot in your work is giving people permission that you can feel the emotions. You just don't want to build a house there, right? Some of the best Mm. life coaching advice I've ever been given comes from my mom, of course, right? My mom's one of the most amazing humans I've ever known and Mm -hmm. still to this day feel so fortunate to have her in my life. But she Mm. used to say to me and still occasionally would say, you know, if you're going through hell, don't stop and build a house. (laughs) And I would say, yes, if you're putting in curtains and putting in a a swimming pool in this terrible negative spot, you know, as we all have empathy, like you and I were talking about the gift of being human is when you go through your own struggles, your own adversities, the empathy that opens in you. So I have empathy and not, or, and you still get to rise up to choose. What will you do? What will you choose in spite of this experience, what will become, I like to say there's a TEDx talk I did years ago Mm -hmm. called the gifts of adversity and talked about how adversity is often a gift wrapped in unattractive paper Mm. if we allow it to be. So yes, feel the feelings. So it's not about covering them and just putting a positive smile over it, but still taking ownership to your creator, to what, to your creator energy, what you would call being an agent versus being a victim, mm-hmm. right? So empowering. Right. You can still feel the disappointments and feel the emotions that are hard or challenging, but we still get to be in choice for sure of what we're going to do with it. I love that. One of the things that I tell my clients all the time, you're never wrong about how you feel. Mm. You're a human being. You're designed <laughs> to feel stuff. And there's a purpose behind all of that. Uh, people who have lost a spouse, for example, mm, or yeah. a child. How are you supposed to feel yeah. when that happens? Well, as a human being, you're supposed to feel all kinds of things, including sadness and loss and disappointment. Mm-hmm. It's all part of a perfect package that brings us up to what's next, Right? And I, I love what you said about if you're going through hell, don't stop and build a house. Yeah. There's a country song about there. that. Have you heard the song? <laughs> I think so at some point, yeah. Just keep on going. Just keep on going. <laughs> right? If you're going through, yeah. uh, don't stop. You can get away with anything in country music. Sure, you sure can. Um, that is so powerful because stuff happens. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think there's a bumper sticker that says that. Yeah. Or something like that. Right. Stuff happens. It's be prepared to be surprised. Right. As you're going through life. 
And even though it's not what you had thought, you know what? Sometimes that's good news. Because how do you know that what you were thinking or planning is the very best thing for you? Right. And it may not be. Right. I love it. Mm. Juicy, as I like to say. You know what? We can have all kinds of fun talking this philosophy because we think similarly on these points. You have applied this to some very practical things that you help people with. Yeah. Like setting goals or getting better sales numbers or Mm -hmm. uh, you're meeting with sales teams all the time or with people who are interested in improving their their lot in life. And you've learned some principles, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think we're already talking about some of those. Yeah. Where do you usually start with your clients? What yeah. principles do you feel are the most foundational places to start? Mm-hmm. You know, like if some of our listeners are thinking, oh, what yeah. can I do? So I think what's coming up for me authentically in the moment is a core piece of this, of the recipe, right? I like to look at success as a recipe. There's a few ingredients, of course. Mm-hmm. And when you put them all together, you're just creating or setting yourself up for being in an optimal position for those results to shift and change. Right. I would say one of the cruxes of those principles for sure is the, the principle of decision, right? Is there's a power in actually making decision, choosing, putting your stake in the ground, owning it, it's ownership, it's claiming it, is we all have desires, but there's a big gap mm. between desire and decision. And so I can desire more sales. I can desire a book to be written. I can desire to be healthy and in shape, right? Is There's right. lots of desires we all have. And if we just tune into, grab your journal, start writing, what do I want more of in my life is a great question. And you start just with the clarity. What do I want more of in my life? And you go through all the categories. Mm. And then the, but where really things start to get interesting and exciting is what decisions do you need to make about those goals and about those desires? Mm. What choices, right? Like how many people listening would say, I want to be healthy in shape. I want to have better energy, more energy in my life. Right. Have you decided that? And then taking it, that's mm. where it begins, is really putting your stake in the ground. Is not just, oh, if it's meant to be, or I was born with the right genes, the wrong genes, I was raised in the right home, not the right home. I mean, whatever your circumstances, decision trumps your circumstance. Now, I'm not saying that your circumstances will shift overnight, that you will go from being in a struggling place, say, for instance, with finances to, you know, wealthy and thriving overnight, Mm -hmm. but you can change overnight or in this moment instantaneously the trajectory of your path. It's all in the power of choice. And where I often will start or weave into somewhere in my keynote is what decisions do you need to make? Because how often, you know, we listen, like listening literally, you're in great hands to listen to this podcast. Mm. If you want this podcast to change your life, great ideas do not change your life. They can percolate and be good fuel or in, you know, good nourishment. What changes your life are your decisions. Your destiny is found in your decisions, 1000%. So it's saying, what do I need to choose about my health? Not just hope, wish, might, you know, about my finances, about my relationships, about my sales, my business, is that it, the crux heartbeat, I believe, of real change is decision. That changes things. Yeah. Uh, just as you were describing that, Tiffany, I was, I was picturing, okay, desire. Yes. Well, that's not hard. I mean, right. people do that all the time. And it's a wish list. Right. I even do that all the time where there's things I desire, but have I made a decision about them? 
So you're taking it from the wish list to the shopping list. Yeah. It's like now I'm going mm-hmm. I'm going to go put things in place mm-hmm. to make this happen. We were talking before the show about how there's this principle of work where you get to mm-hmm. reorganize the elements to match what it is that you've yeah. created in your mind. Right. So the decision, what is it about that though that's so scary? Oh goodness, we could elaborate on that forever, but I think there's you're some right. fear, yes, right? Of course, I think sometimes the fear is the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of success even. I mean, Dr. Paul, what's fascinating right. to me in my work is that I would have thought 10, 15 years ago, yes, everyone's big fear is fear of failure. Actually, mm. I think it's the opposite, fear of success. Interesting. Which is really just about the fear of the unknown. All of us mm-hmm. have been through some trial or adversity at this point, At I would assume, if you're hurt if listening If you've been to breathing for right, longer than, than a few a years. Day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is that we've learned how to handle adversity, but what we're not as familiar to is can we handle thrive? Can we handle success? And a lot of that's just the unknown. Right. And I love, there's a great book. One of my top personal development book reads is uh, the book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Mm. And he talks about, he asks this really juicy question. I love great questions. I love them in sales. I love them in life. I love them in everything. Mm -hmm. Is the question is how good can you stand it? Wow. Right. Like how much income for you is now too much? How much uh, publicity on your platform or with your business is too much. How much love and affection and attention, right? Is humans, everything at some level, you know this because you study the brain in such a deep way, is about what's familiar and what's unfamiliar. And for most people, what's unfamiliar is thriving. They're not used to it. And then they unplug their own lamp, so to speak, and dim the light because they hit their, what he would call your upper limit, we would call a comfort zone. And so a lot of that, when you say is, why do we sometimes maybe put off decision? Well, because we are afraid of the unknown. A lot of us already know if we do the work, it's going to change our lives for the positive, right? We know that will change. At least in theory, we believe that, Yeah. right? Right. Like I am so Mm -hmm. clear if I choose to get moving 30 minutes of cardio a day, I know that will change my body. Mm -hmm. I don't need any more research or even I've had plenty of life experience or whatnot but if I'm not always choosing that or I'm choosing right. other alternatives, I just haven't really chosen that optimal energy is really what I'm choosing. Sometimes we're not choosing, wow. but here's where that gets juicy is by not choosing as a decision itself. You may not ch- consciously be choosing poor health or lack of energy, but if you're not choosing into that, by, by default, you are choosing the and opposite. And there's always a default. Yeah. Tiffany, you've cued this up beautifully. Folks, this is Tiffany Peterson at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. You all know that I'm excited about positive psychology. Finally, there is an app that is available to help you feed your happy. My friend Scott Wilhite developed this app. Scott, tell us about it. Well, uh, it's called Feed Your Happy. It's like seven habits meets the Fitbit, where you get Mm, mental training on seven core skills to happiness, and you get the tracking ability too, so that you can chart. Anything you chart improves faster. If you like apps, if you like games, if you like happy, this is it. Feed Your Happy, it's available now in the App Store. (music) 
and welcome back, everybody. Live on Purpose Radio with Tiffany Peterson. Hi, everyone. This is wow. juicy. I'm loving this. Tiffany, you're bringing it, which I knew that you would. Mm-hmm. You've you've got this reputation now as like the sales queen. You know, mm. the, I don't know if anybody's ever dubbed <laughs> you that, but no, but not you, yet. But you just did. You get requests all the time for. Uh, for these principles that actually change the game for people. Mm. And it's starting with making a decision. And I asked you, why is, why does that invoke so much fear? And you suggested, well, maybe, you know, there's this fear of success because if I commit to that, then what if I get it? Right. And that's outside of my comfort zone and I'm not used to that. And you asked this question, you know, how good can you stand it? Mm hmm. That's an interesting question. I asked one of my clients recently, um, what would you do if I gave you a million dollars? And they're like, oh, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a string attached. You have to spend it all today. Now, most people have no clue how to do that, what they would do, what they would buy. You know, how they would invest it. Hmm. It's a fun question to think about, isn't it? And it stretches you a little bit because mm-hmm. really, how good could you stand it? And what if the deal was, whatever you do with the million dollars today um, is your choice. It's your decision. You lose whatever you don't spend. But don't worry, tomorrow we'll give you another million. And the, t- and the strings attached are you have to spend it all tomorrow. You don't get to save it or preserve it for. And the thing about this is that's exactly what we've got in terms of our time hmm. and our life energy. We're, we've got this endowment every day of 24 hours. You, you get to, and you have to spend it all today. Interesting. You don't get to save it for tomorrow. Yeah, I love this thought. You're right? Mm-hmm. And, and in my mind, I had one of my friends ask me once, um, if you could have unlimited time or unlimited money, which one would you take? Time. Because <laughs> you can make money. Yeah. Right? Hmm. This, this time is so strange because your supply gets replenished every single day. And it just it occurred to me as you were talking about how good can you stand it? Mm-hmm. You know, what if you had a million dollars a day? What if you had 24 hours every day mm-hmm. to spend however you want? That's juicy, Dr. Paul. And it's true. I know, and it is true. Where's your mind going with that? So here's where my mind goes with it is I think what's coming up for me in the moment is for myself and for others is the, I would say the permission conversation is, can you give yourself permission to have what you want and to create the day that you want? And what would your ideal day look like, right? Mm. Then if we're talking about time um, and or the money, that's a fun thing to still play out is what is it that you would spend that on or what you would create with that time or those resources. Money is just another form of energy. It's just another resource and it's how we stewardship it. Right. As the same way that I'm going to stewardship my time is what Mm -hmm. are the things and not the should list, but really Mm -hmm. if you give your heart the microphone and say, what do you want more of in your life, in your days, in your minutes, in your hours, right? And, And allowing, again, permission is what comes up for me, giving yourself permission to allow yourself to have more of what you want in your life. 
And whether it's usually lots of more of the small, simple things, right? Like I want to read more or connect with my family or, you know, go on a walk or do these things or whatever they may be is just giving ourselves permission to allow ourselves to have more of what we do want, right? Mm -hmm. As I've found, I don't know if that strikes a chord for you, but I've found in coaching and the work is that learning how to receive is not something that everyone is just so very comfortable with, is learning how to receive. And years ago, I had my own spiritual Mm. evolution as I was studying some scripture and some spiritual works and prayer meditation, is we've all learned and all religions talk about giving and service. Mm -hmm. But what was popping up regularly for my own was the thought process around, can you allow yourself to receive? Right. And you think about like yin yang or, or energy. Anyway, that's a, an, an interesting conversation, but it's just allowing yourself the permission of what do you want more of in your life, in your time? Mm-hmm. What do you want more of in your space and in your experience? Giving yourself permission to have it, deciding to have it, like we were talking about before deciding, the break. Deciding, not just desiring. Right. It's like, yeah, I have the desire to lots of things, fill in the blank, but making those choices, giving yourself permission to receive them. Years ago, one of my... You know, sometimes you have a word for the year, right? Mm-hmm. Some people pick a word for the year. I had a phrase, and that phrase was regularly, I allow myself to receive. And that was my yearly mantra. And it still pops up for me as an affirmation. Wow. I allow myself to receive. I'll tell you, if I can, a short experience. Yes, please. Is This was years ago. I was at the bank, and I was depositing a couple of different checks. And you added up all those checks together, and I'd never at that point in my business had a deposit that large. Mm -hmm. And I started to notice what was happening in my body, and my heart was racing, started to race a little bit. These are just pieces of paper, but we've attached all the meaning about the numbers on the paper. There's a whole story about it. Whole story about money, whole story about everything, but a whole story about this experience. And I watched my heart rate start to go up, and, and my palms are starting to sweat. I'm in the bank line. That's it. But I'm having a visceral reaction to a mental story about, oh my gosh, this is a really big number. But then I'm aware I don't really want to convey that to the universe because then what I'm saying is, universe, don't bring me more. I can't handle my that discomfort. much. Awesome. Right. And I just grounded back into that phrase two or three times. I allow myself to receive. I allow myself to receive. So again, anytime you're conditioning yourself to receive something new and whether that's personal or business or income or whatnot is grounding yourself and giving yourself permission to want what you want, giving yourself permission to allow it to show up. And that's one that helped me because again, as humans, we tend to repeat what's familiar. And so when that financial number was getting outside my familiar zone, I had a physical, physiological reaction. Interesting. And so I was conditioning myself to receive it. And now since then, you know, I've had many deposits that are that size or bigger because I've been in a conditioning process of receiving, but it's like how much water, if I have a glass mm. on your table here and the universe, let's say represents 27, just cause I like that number for some reason, a pitchers of water. But if I only have one small glass, how much can I receive? I can only receive that, which that glass will hold. I have to expand my context, my capacity to receive. Right. And so it's uh, like any muscle you're massaging it. And I find that affirmation for me it's been very centering and grounding to almost give myself permission to want what I want. That also, I think, helps in the choosing and the decision. It like circumvents back to it is that right. if there's, if it's okay to want what I want, then it's, I'm going to choose it. 
and then it chooses me. But a lot of, I found, mm-hmm. it took me a lot of years to figure this one out, is that this big secret in life is often that why we're waiting for life, life's waiting for us. And it's just about what do you choose? Put your stake in the ground and then give yourself in conjunction with that permission to receive it. That triggered some things in my mind. I want to hear them. Because if, if what you're saying is true, and it feels true to me, it resonates with every principle of psychology and personal development that I know. If that is true, then whatever we are receiving currently is exactly what we have prepared ourselves and conditioned ourselves to receive. Mm-hmm. What you've prepared for and what you're comfortable receiving. Well, if I don't like what I've got. It's familiar. Yeah, it is. And you're perfectly comfortable receiving whatever level you're currently receiving. Mm-hmm. So you look at your business. I'm, th- I'm thinking about many of our listeners are involved in entrepreneurial mm. endeavors. My, f- my favorite. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's a, a multi-level marketing company that they're involved with or a small business that they've set up. And they want to go to the next level. They desire that next level. They haven't made the decision yet mm-hmm. to increase their capacity to receive what's coming. Right. Can I share a quote with you that's yeah. just like burning? It? It's like on the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know. Again, I didn't know where our conversation was going to go today either. But We're creating this as we, we go. We are in creation mode. Absolutely. Another favorite personal development book of mine that I love to refer is by an incredible woman, She and I are soul sisters spiritually. Mm. Her name is Florence Shin, S-H-I-N-N. And she was a really popular metaphysical teacher in 1930, right, is when she was really hot to trot in her Mm -hmm. work. And she's written lots of books. But her book is called The Game of Life and How to Play It. It's fantastic. Ah. Short, sweet, but amazing. She says this one point in there that I think you're going to love. I'm real curious to what you think about this. But she says, man or woman doesn't get what he or she wants. Man or woman gets what he or she prepares for. Yeah. See, if I'm out preparing, what am I saying to God or the universe? I'm in expectation that that's going to show up. Mm-hmm. So we can want, back to we can desire lots of things, but have we decided? And preparation is a physical outward expression of I have chosen this. So if I'm preparing to have a guest come to my home, I prepare the guest room, clean sheets, clean linens, get some fresh flowers for the nightstand, some of maybe their favorite treats. If I'm preparing for new coaching clients, I prepare client folders long before they show up, but I've got their spot ready. Or like when I coach in network marketing heavily, are you walking around with your samples on you? Are you prepared to share your samples with other people. You're expecting to say, hey, coach, put me in. I'm ready to go. We don't get what we want. We get what we prepare for. So when you think about yes. that, there's so many juicy implications. What's one thing you could do today mm-hmm. that would be an, a demonstration, as she would say, that you are preparing for what you want? I remember one of my mentors, Jack Canfield. Yeah. He, before, long before, he's the chicken soup for the soul creator and mm-hmm. all of that. But he shares a story where when he was wanting to expand to become an international speaker, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, Australia was on his mind, he made up business cards long before he'd ever gone there that said international speaker. He had another clock in his office that represented Australia, put a map of Australia up in his office. 
Mm. He started acting as if is another way we call that, but he was preparing for, right? You could get the travel, you know, book from the bookstore. If there's a place you want to travel to, you could put Mm -hmm. the image on, of course, like a vision board. You could buy the drapes for the new home. You see what I'm saying? But what is it that if you prepare the client folders, you prepare your samples of your product and they're on you. What you prepare for, you are 1,000% demonstrating you're wanting it and ready and have chosen for it to show up for you. That's the decision yes, as opposed to the desire. Yes. That is so powerful. Isn't it juicy? Because, yes. see, it's like, even for myself, it's like, what am I preparing for right now? What are you preparing for? Right. Right? Oh, I'm is, going through that in my own mind. I know, me too. And this is why I love it. Principles are so good like that. It's like we all can have desires or what we want. That's valuable. Spend time writing that, mm-hmm. but it really has to move to if you want to see anything different in your life. Again, great ideas. Me and Paul sharing yes. this isn't going to change your life. It's what actions you take from listening to these words and what decisions and preparations you put in place in your life. There's a very inspiring movie that's not well made in terms of cinematography and whatnot called Facing the Giants. Mm. And in that movie, there's a there's a place where the pastor that's represented in the movie shares a parable about two farmers who are struggling with the same drought. Mm. And one of them goes and prays for rain and then he goes to bed. And the other one goes and prays for rain and then he goes outside and plows his fields to prepare them for the rain. Right. Oh, I love that. See, that's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking about. Where's your demonstrated faith? Where's your decision? Yeah. I love this. Wow. We could have more fun. This is like, we've just started this. This is so juicy. (laughs) We, uh, folks, we may be back with another episode. Yeah, Who we knows? might have to, because you said, what are the principles? And we basically talked about one. <sighs> right. But maybe that triggers something for you as you're listening to this. What is it that you get to do to prepare your fields, mm. to get your samples on board, to lace up your shoes? Coach, put me in. I'm ready. I'm ready. Or, oh, wait a minute. I still need to put my shoes on. Right. Right? Get yourself ready. I'm still Think, thinking about that's it. That's the decision. I love that. Awesome. Well, I'm going to be thinking about this for a while. So, yeah. Tiffany, how can people get a hold of you? Mm. If this resonates with them, you've got some things you're offering, right? Well, I have a couple of things. One is my YouTube channel has about 35 videos at the time of this recording of tons of content on productivity, on self care, sales. You can find me at Tiffany Peterson, S O N, on YouTube. My website is tiffanyspeaks.com and there is a juicy free training there on goals, seven steps to achieving your goals. There's an audio and a companion workbook that's instantly sent to your inbox when you go and opt in there. It's easy to find. But I talk about how you activate and preparation is one of the seven. And then there's three subtle sabotagers we talk about in that training as well to just be sensitive. But that's a juicy training that, funny enough, I listen Mm. to myself at least once if not two or three times a year when i'm setting my own goals nice yeah coaching myself trying to follow your own (laughs) advice yeah yeah but thank you sincerely for having me friend you do such good work in the world your life makes a big difference and i appreciate who you you. are and how you show up so thank you for having me and And playing in this space what an honor to have the one and only tiffany peterson (laughs) at live on purpose radio folks you've you've got something to run with here and it's time to go live on purpose.